You're listening to Podford University, a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You can find this and other great podcasts at greenlitpodcast.com. And now let's check in with some of the students. I went to the Crayola factory today. Did you? Yeah. See how the crayons are made? It's like, how do you... They're like, oh, like, pull a lever. Yeah. And then, uh, then they wrap it, and then they cut it, and then they sharpen it. And, Did they, uh, um... Yeah. How do they make blue? Oh, that's a good one. I was going to ask, how do they make it taste so darn good? So the... the I'll do which... Who wants their answer first? Uh, Brandon, you could give Brandon's first, because that might lead to mine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're going to love this, Brandon. They smash up with their feet, just like the Italians. Little blueberries. Making vino. Oh, like making vino. Like they're making vino. Little blueberries are why it tastes so good. And Ben, can I answer your question now? Yeah. That's why. It's the blueberries? It's the blueberries. Nice. <laughs> so do you want to ask me about another color? <laughs> yeah, it's green. Is it grass? <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> they smash up a little grass with their, with their feet. Is and that why green tastes so good? Mm-hmm. To cows. Right? Hey. <laughs> Moo, baby. <laughs> Move over. I'm hungry, right? Uh, yes. I love that. So, Joe, you had an ice cream truck at your daughter's birthday. Yeah. Was that for your daughter's birthday, or do you guys have that every Sunday? Brandon, listen. To put some cans on our heads. We got to plug these mics in. We got to record... Brandon, I left my family back at our house so I could come back to college and record this Podford cast. And you're just gumming up the works, my friend. Hey, that's why they call me Gumby. This is our evolving fiction. <laughs> it's like changing a little bit where yeah. I run where I'm running back to Podford. I just don't go back to my family. <laughs> that's your fiction. <laughs> I, I stay here as a constant freshman. <laughs> All right. Let's let's deliver the good word to the to the good students. All right, hit that button, Brandon. Welcome to the Podfordcast, the official podcast of Podford University. I'm your host, Joe, a sophomore. Brandon, a freshman. I'm Van, a sophomore. <laughs> Pathetic, Brandon. Sure, but maybe I'm just going to be stronger than all of you. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had like a regimen you were going to detail. Uh, you know, it's uh, 17 push-ups in the morning. Oh, if you already know the material, I guess you don't have to study as much. Like you're purposely sandbagging freshman year again? Yeah. So you have more time? Yeah. What's it like doing freshman year again? Is it is it like Groundhog's Day style, but but the whole year? No, not really. I'm actually still in all the same classes as you guys. Uh, anything new with you gentlemen? Or have you ever had a Scottish meat pie? We'll get to the Scottish meat pies. Well, I um, had a grilled cheese. Brent, Brandon, skip the meat pie and grilled cheese. What's new with you? Or have you had well, any grilled cheese? Well, I had cheese? a grilled cheese. <laughs> okay. How do you make it? Because there's a lot of different ways to make it. Oh, boy. I have my own opinions. I got some opinions. Now we're talking. When you make a grilled cheese, do you go balls to the wall every time? Or do you have like tears of like decadence? Because I do. Well, here's the thing. When you start adding more to that besides cheese and bread, you're not making a grilled cheese anymore. So call it what it is. It's just a Really? Even if you have a tomato? Uh, I think tomato you're you're good with. I think once you add maybe two ingredients, you're, you're, you're... you're in dangerous territory there. You're not in grilled cheese territory anymore. I think tomato is a classic, so I don't like it, but that's fine. I think hot tomato on a sandwich or a burger is disgusting. Yeah. I think I agree with that. But so you got to go tomato soup for the grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. So I do mayo on the outside of the bread. What kind of bread? Oh, white bread. Like mm. like Wonder Bread? Uh, style. No, well, style. a little better. Just, yeah, better than Wonder Bread, but a good white bread. Okay. Oh, look. Thick... Monopoly bags over yeah, here. Wow. Better yeah, than Daddy Warbucks. Okay. They've got three Monopoly bags. Deal with it. They're all filled with all the thimble pieces. 
Uh, yeah, mayo on the outside okay. to get that good crust. Yep. Right. Okay. And then you know I'm just doing American cheddar. How so? So two no slices. Two slices. Uh, I put butter on the pan. A little butter on the pan sometimes. No butter on the bread and or on the outside of the bread. No, a little bit of butter on the pan. Mayo on both sides of the bre- on on each slice of bread on the outside. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm usually doing American slice of cheddar, American. Three slices. Okay. That sounds like you would need some hearty bread for that much cheese, though. Yeah, you got to go for a, for a thicker white. Like a like a like me. <laughs> <laughs> so you need like a. <laughs> you are Cuban, though. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And I'm Italian. For a thicker half white. Um, that's not the same, Joe. You know. Yeah, I know it's not the same. I'm just trying to fit in. Um, <laughs> there's a bread that Sarah Lee makes, and it's called like art- artisano or something. I'm so I'm saying I'm thinking of a hearty, thick crust Texas toast esque size. Oh no, I'm not going that thick. Okay, no, I and don't typically. Sometimes I'll, do, I'll do two slices, but I do like to do cheddar and American. But American has to be on there. Can I throw Can I throw my method at you real quick? No, no, Ben. Yeah. I want to hear yours. I know you make grilled cheese. Yeah, just do butter on the inside and outside. And, uh, Vin, you got to try a little mayo. It's game changing. I, maybe I should, yeah. And then, uh, maybe two slices of cheese on the inside. What kind of cheese? It would vary each time I make it. Uh, whatever happens to be in the fridge that week. More Cottage. of like a throwing together leftover situation. Yeah, cream mostly. Cream, cream cheese and a little dollop of. Uh, cottage cheese sour, with pineapple. Sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, like, I don't know. I hate grilled yeah, cheese. I don't like grilled cheese. I don't you know guys like that? It's thing. just a bunch of warm cream cheese. I don't know. <laughs> Which probably would be fine. It's a bunch of warm cream cheese on, on hot dog buns. I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what everyone's going crazy for. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll keep eating and people love it. Maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> Dunking it in chicken soup. <laughs> oh, this is worse. <laughs> no, dunking it in like tea or something. <laughs> Earl Grey. What is this? What they do? This is bad. Freedom isn't free. Can't be bothered to uh, to bing it. What I do is I'm usually doing like an oatmeal bread just because it's hearty. Yeah, that's nice. And here's what I do. And I think you're going to make fun of me. Definitely. Probably. Yeah. Usually a two slice guy. I spray olive oil spray on the insides. I think out of Of the sandwich? Yeah, I think out of laziness. Not like not like where it's piling, but just like a like a lube of it. That sounds wet. Here's what I do. Scared. Inside. Okay. Two slices, fold it together, put it on a plate, pop it in the microwave for 30 seconds. Crazy, I know. While the microwave is going. You get the pan going. Typically, I will use olive oil. Crazy, I think, but it's what I have. I actually don't have any butter in the house. Then you take the like almost soggy sandwich out and you put it on the very high heat pan and you give it the crust and the middle is like so gooey at that point. Give it a crust. It's on the pan total 30 seconds, like 15 seconds on each side. 15 on each side. Wow. And then... You finish it with like a flaky salt at the end on top. I hate it. That sounds good. I'm curious about the microwave step. Couldn't be honest with you. You're you're throwing in you're throwing in olive oil sprays and microwaves and oat bread, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> Have you? If you just cook it in the pan normally, it's still gooey on the inside. Mm-hmm. Not for me. What are you doing? I don't know. It needs more time or something. I'm really curious. You got you got to do, you got to go you got to go. You get the pan hot, you gotta go low heat, you put the bread down, the one slice of bread, you put the cheese on it, right? You don't put the other slice on yet. Okay. You let that get hot. Sometimes maybe you cover it a little bit. That cheese melty. Then you put the bread on the top of that. Then you do a quick flip and a smash. (laughs) And you're doing like a medium heat. You're not doing a screaming hot pan on this thing. Listen, I know how to work my heats. I'm not. I'm not someone. This guy who, says he knows how to work his heat. He's microwaving oat bread and olive oil spray for a grilled cheese. <laughs> I like it. I promise you. I promise you. If we got together and I served you that, you would not be upset. I wouldn't be upset, but if I didn't know the process. 
<laughs> but isn't that kind of the beauty of it? Yeah, but now you you opened up Pandora's box, and now I know. Yeah. So you ever serve me a grilled cheese, I'm going to be like, this is If I ever serve you a grilled cheese, you're going to be like, wow, I was wrong on the podcast that one time. I mean, I'm going to eat it. News. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, in the news. All right, guys, I don't want to go first this time. Someone else go first. I went for first last time. I'll go first because I have been. Okay. Then get him. I have had an itch. Mm-hmm. Scratch it, baby. To cover this story. Uh, because, of course, this is a story that involves one of Potford's great rivals, Yale University. <laughs> Potford and Yale go way back, Ben. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> when Yale was founded 15 years ago. And <laughs> they think they're better than us. But guess what? I got a story here. Lay it on us. The 15th century Vinland map. Okay. Okay. Now you got my attention. What about Brandon Lynn map? Okay. Oh. Oh, man. I didn't even realize that it's my name. That's so cool. Damn. Damn. What about Joe Lynn's map? (laughs) (laughs) Holy s***, Vin. The Vinland map. The pride of Yale's stupid library was once believed to be the earliest cartographic depiction of the new world, right? No, 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 not right. Hold on, give some background. I don't know what this is. That's the background. That's the background. It was believed to be the earliest depiction of the new world. A 15th century map, Joe. That's the crown jewel of Yale. And they always remind us about it. You don't have a 15th century Vinland map. Come on, man. Okay. We're like, yeah, we don't, but we have... uh, a live dinosaur in our library. That's way cooler. Anyway. It's in the basement of the library. Yeah. We don't even have to push back anymore because according to artnet.com, shout out to artnet.com for doing the research for us. We Thank could you. use this for shout the, out to artnet. the rivalry football game this year. Well, we're corroborating it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we've uh, independently verified, of course. The Vinland map has been proven to be a forgery. Oh, <laughs> What? Let me just <laughs> scroll. I don't. I just gotta give you guys the cliff notes of the article. It's yeah. a great article. Go to artnet.com. Good friend of the pod. Good friend of the show. Artnet. I'm not friends with them. So the Macron Research Institute in Chicago. Shout out to Macron Research Institute. Good friend of the show. Hot dogs, deep dish. They uncovered on the map traces of anatis, a form of titanium dioxide that was first used in commercial inks in the 1920s. Jesus, so much younger than they said. Yeah, so Yale, let me get your ear here for a second. How does your 15th century map have 1920s ink? Wait, Vin, can we, can we put them on blast with like a sound effect? <laughs> honk. Honk. Honk, Yale, you're on blast, go Vin. <laughs> the map was a close match to ink produced in Norway in 1923. Can I ask a question? Honk. Honk. Um, what was the circumstance that allowed someone to test the ink? Well, here's the thing, Joe. Raymond Clemens. I'm sorry, Raymond, if I'm saying your name wrong. It might be Clement. <laughs> <laughs> He's the curator of early books and manuscripts at Yale's Benike Rare Book and Manuscript Library. So he's on the enemy team here. Hmm. But all credit to Raymond, who said... But he's, a, but he's a Yale man, though. He is, yeah. I know. Just, we gotta just uh, hold back the throw up, the vomit in your mouth for a second. Okay. Because he says, The Vinland map is a fake. There is no reasonable doubt here. This new analysis should put the matter to rest. The rest of the quote, which Artnet didn't put, was uh, Podford was right and their map is older. But I don't know why that didn't make the story. Let me see. Oh, it is actually. Yeah, no, it's in the footnote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ge- Gerald was right, it actually says. Oh, Gerald. And then there's a, another footnote. It's it's says Dean footnote. of Podford. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's not enough context on Gerald who could be anyone, right? Wow. So there you go. Yale, bunch of liars, bunch of frauds, looking down on little old Podford. It's, uh, let me paint a picture for you. Nine, it's 1922. 
And the head dean of Yale is like, wouldn't it be sick if we made a map and said it was 400 (laughs) years old? And then, and then some cartographer at the, at the university at the time was like, well, that would be preposterous. We'd surely get found out. Nonsense. Let's do it. I'm like, is that, is that how it went? Yeah. Although it does say in the story here that it was a gift from Paul Mellon. <laughs> unveiled to great fanfare in 1965. A gift from Paul Mellon delivered to Yale's head dean of the time, Jerry Cantaloupe. That's weird. I thought, yeah, I thought uh, Yale was only 15 years old, so they get a gift in 1965. No, that doesn't. That's, that's a weird joke that we're doing, that we think Yale's 15 years old. That's crazy. We know it's older. That's not a joke. What is this, like Goose News again? <laughs> I read it somewhere. <laughs> well, Goose News catching strays in other segments. Come on, Joe. Sorry. I'm not the first person uh, to say Goose News today. So TLDR, Yale's 15th century Vinland map, is a 20th century fake. Hat tip to artnet.com for proving what we all already knew. If you want to see an old map... Podford has a 14th century Brandon land map and a 13th mm-hmm. century Joe land map. <laughs> so you can stop by our library whenever you want. <laughs> definitely not fakes. No, definitely not fakes. We're not Yale. Brandon, you haven't said much. How do you feel about this? Is, uh, are you a secret Yale man? Are you? Are you? <laughs> no, I'm not a Yale man. I'm Podford through and through. Sorry, I was just confirming my news story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't have one, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, I thought it was one of these two. Right, nice and prepped for this. News! Meanwhile. Hey, guys ever wonder about kissing booths? Yeah. Yeah. I'm over here on uh, Reliable Source Reddit. Um, okay, I like where this is going. Did kissing booths really ever existed? Or were they just something you saw on TV? I'm actually curious about this, yeah. This guy says, this question is to the older crowd, but I seriously want to know if kissing booths ever existed back in their day. And if so, how much did they charge for a kiss? And what kind of girls usually man the booths? <laughs> what? Ooh, that's his internalized misogyny. <laughs> There's no guy in the booth? How would you answer that? Usually brunettes. What does that so, question mean? <laughs> what are we working with here? Let's get into the answers. Very, very common in the 1950s, says one Redditor. What? There's no way. I mean, <laughs> you couldn't walk out your door without seeing a kissing booth. What is that guy talking about? <laughs> I like that I didn't get to the joke. <laughs> Joe losing it. <laughs> The idea that anybody said, but Joe, you wouldn't let me finish the statement, which would make this a lot, make this make a lot more sense. Sorry, it's okay. (laughs) They were very common at fairs, festivals, and fundraising events. So, no, Joe, they weren't just when you walked outside. (laughs) What kind of dames were in the booth, Brandon? Well, tell me they answered that part of the question. There's no answer to that. So this one guy comments back to this guy who says it's very common. <laughs> now, if only there were blowjob booths. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at you, Starbucks. I don't get that. What? That sounds like a pretty good bit he's got going. <laughs> yeah, it's part of his tight five. <laughs> it's very confusing tight five. What if Starbucks was for sex? <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, kissing booths were very popular in the 50s. It's important for this next joke. Thank you for your time. I think they were a good idea. As someone who has never been kissed before, I wouldn't mind paying for it just to see what it feels like. Jesus Christ. Says another Redditor. I'd kiss him. This is from 10 years ago, so I I hope they've been kissed. I I hope they did whatever they wanted to do. News! News! Meanwhile, meanwhile, at Joe's news story, let's just end... Okay, I want to talk to you guys about impatient recipes. It's a term that I came up with that I'm coining. Impatient recipes. Doesn't sound like news so far. Even less news than Brandon's. Mm-hmm. Impatient recipes. When you need to have something on your plate in front of you ready to go in as fast as possible. Okay, you with me? Yeah. 
things that do not qualify, products that are ready to eat immediately, such as a string cheese. You can eat that immediately, but it's not a recipe. Okay. So my thing is like, you need to like concoct, you need to concoct a meal in as little time as possible. And that's an impatient recipe. Are you with me so far? Yes. Do you have examples for this? This is definitely less news than mine. Yeah. What are you talking about? This is news. It's even less news than Goose News, I think. Yeah, Guys, this isn't news. This, this is you making something up. This is news. The people that are listening didn't know about it. Doesn't make it news. Before we get into my recipes. Oh, no. What do you think? Do you have any ideas? I want to give you the mic first. You could say no. Maybe you don't have anything. Are these three listed recipes in the outline your ideas? These are what I came up with, yeah. Do you have anything? Oh, you can quickly put together steak tartare, Joe. Yeah. Oh, He's going to steal one. I knew he was going to do that. (laughs) No, no. I'm just saying it's on Joe's list. Yeah, of course I can. You don't have to cook it. It's steak tartare. Yeah, Brandon, you got one. What's up? Peanut butter on a spoon. No, that's just peanut butter, though. Mm. Peanut butter on a spoon, and then I put, uh, and then I dip that into a cereal. So it's covered. So the cereal sticks to it. (laughs) We're getting, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good, actually. Okay. Peanut butter on a spoon, and I dip it into cinnamon toast crunch, and I eat it. Okay. Can I? Can I? Can I punch that up a little bit for you to take it into like true recipe territory? <laughs> can I? Yeah. Okay. You scoop peanut butter into a bowl. No. Haphazardly. Too much. <laughs> it's too much work. Because <laughs> then you gotta do that thing with your finger where you gotta no, scoop the no, peanut butter throw, off the spoon. No, no. In my recipe, you throw the spoon out. And no, you no, don't no. wipe it off. No, no. But I mean, you got to take the peanut butter and push it off the spoon. What I'm saying gonna... is you don't no, do you that. Just, you would waste the peanut butter. Yeah. You just waste it. And that little bit of, just a good amount of single-use plastic too. So you don't mm-hmm. have to waste the silverware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then you dump the cereal on top. Okay. How about this? Two fingers. Big <laughs> scoop of peanut butter. <laughs> dip it into a bag of cereal. <laughs> You're not, you're not, there's no utensils being wasted. There's, there's, there's no bowl being wasted. Then you sit in the corner of, of your room yeah, you on just, the floor. You suck those fingers down. Okay. I also wrote down. Three fingers if you're really hungry. <laughs> you're giving your sign to your mom. <laughs> I have any. I actually haven't eaten today. This is a three-finger lunch. <laughs> you walk over to the corner of your room. <laughs> Danielle handing me the divorce papers. <laughs> you didn't finish your quote. Ah, lunch. <laughs> Fine, I'll sign. Paperwork and pen covered in peanut butter and cocoa pebbles. <laughs> okay wedge salad yeah that's a good one that's freaking lazy as hell that's so that is so impatient i hate i hate a wedge salad i also hate when you order a salad from a pizza place and they give you a whole tomato inside like cut in half the worst yeah that sucks what am i doing with what am i doing with that that's an impatient salad you guys can't prep some diced tomatoes. Your pizza place. There's no way you don't have diced tomatoes somewhere. You know I feel strongly about this, Brandon, because I used to have you make me dinner when you were the chef yeah. at that restaurant I worked at. <laughs> that sounds so aggressive. <laughs> hey, what have me? Make my salad. I love salad. And I would have you dice everything, like you know, like for a rabbit. That's the way. That's good for a salad. Oh, I agree. Obviously, I made you do it. That's the way I eat my salads. Chop salad, baby. You guys you guys cut cherry tomatoes when you put them in a salad? I would, yes. I would do that. At least at least a half chop. At least a half yeah. chop. I don't typically go further because then they get too juicy. Yeah, no, you, but but if they're especially if they're big boys, even a little half chop. Definitely a half chop. Yeah. I think a, a half chop is a no brainer. Hey, some people like a whole half of a tomato and just that. Do you half chop your cherry tomatoes, sprinkle them with salt, and let them uh, demoisturize, sweat on the side before you put them in your salad? No, I don't. Okay. I just, yeah. Gotcha. I've just been doing a lot of like a, like a kale broccoli mix with green goddess dressing. Oh, that's good. And, and some tomatoes. Can I give you my last recipe? Mm-hmm. Open face, open face sandwich, any open face sandwich. 
You just don't, you didn't, you couldn't close it. You heating it up? Doesn't matter. Probably not. Yeah, that works. You just didn't get to the last step. Open face sandwich. Impatient recipe. Remember that character, Open Face? Uh, I'm Pete and Pete. No, I didn't. I never watched that. He always had an open face sandwich. That's kind of funny. It was really funny. News! Meanwhile. Oh, crap. Thanks for doing news with us, guys, but we gotta go. Oh, are we late for class? Oh, we're late for, we're late for class. Yeah, I'm in the same ones. All right, guys, come on, marketing, let's go. All right, let's go. Here we are in the freaking closet that... Here we are. He's definitely not a teacher. Yeah, he's definitely... He just says he is. What are you guys doing here? Oh, hey. Hey, Uncle hey, Pete. Professor Uncle Pete. We came to class. What? To class? You're a teacher? To class? We have class? You're a class. Oh. You're, you're a teacher? Well, you say you're a teacher, so... And your your uh, class is penciled in on our syllabus or whatever? I didn't realize that was still going on, boys. I, it's been a long time. I'm going to be honest with you. What I, are you doing here, though? kind of forgot I was... Well, I live here, Brandon. My wife's still mad at me, duh. Why do you ask questions like that? You live, you live in this utility closet. I thought you lived at the bar. No. Oh, gee, boy, I wish. Okay, shit, what do I gotta do for you guys? Then we gotta do a class, then, right? What, what do I teach you? We again? could Marketing? just go. So, I mean, we could no, just no, go. No, no, no. Joe, sit down. Sit the fuck down. What are you doing? You're in class, Joe. What the fuck? He's trying to walk out of the room. Should I sit next to the mop or? Guys, don't talk in class. Guys, come on. I'm sorry. This is a real class. So marketing, marketing, ah, uh, marketing. What do we, you gotta be a people person in marketing, right? So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make a phone call to my wife. I'm gonna put her on a, what's the loud one called, Joe? Joe, you're the tech guy, what's the loud one called? Uh, speaker. Speaker phone, thank you, Joe, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna put my wife on speaker. You're gonna convince her to let me go back and uh, sleep in my own damn house again. Oh boy, um. Are we qualified? I don't know, Punkle P, this doesn't sound like marketing or a good idea. Yeah, I gotta agree with Ben. It's too late. I'm already calling. I can't hang up. She'll think I'm cheating again. Oh, Oof. boy. I really don't want to do this, Uncle Pete. This is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like anything about this. Okay. It's ringing. It's ringing. Hold on. I have caller ID, Pete. You saw your phone out the window, Pete? <laughs> that probably didn't end the call, Mr. Pete. Uncle Pete. Daddy Pete. I didn't. I... Is like my third phone. I got I got one of those Boost Mobiles. You know, I got it. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Three different phones the past month. I don't know how she keeps knowing it's me. Oh, I like that. I like I like the sound it makes. Yeah, no, it's good. You seem you seem like a like a cricket mobile kind of guy. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried Ting? That's what I have. Yeah, but you know, since it's not the uh, what do you call it, Joe? You're the you're the tech guy, Joe. What do you call it? D- data. Since, since, it's not, since it's not the data. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I follow, but it sounds like you, you're having trouble with your phone. If it doesn't have the data, it doesn't have the data, then so I can't really do that one. You know, uh, marketing, marketing. Fuck, what are we doing? Marketing. Huh. <laughs> can, How long has it been? Yeah, Brandon, go ahead. You got a question? Can, Your hands yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can we go? No, no, no. Uh, what? Uh, I feel so. I feel so. Guys, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How long's a class? How long's a class? What do you do in your other classes? You do class. No, it's okay. We'll see you next week, Pete. You know, no, our other classes are like two minutes long, and then the, we mostly just say hi to the professor, and then we bounce. Yeah, it's like two and a half minutes tops. All right, perfect. Yeah, get the f- out. Then I gotta go to bed. I've been up all night. Okay, thanks, Mr. Pete. We'll see you next week, I guess. <laughs> I hope not. No. Uh, if you guys are going outside, could you throw my phone back up through the window? Yeah. And just make sure that like the the call is stopped before you. Yeah, and just just to clarify, it's not a window. Like there's a hole in the wall. Right. Well, it's what we call windows, Joe. Yeah, have a have a great day, Mr. Pete. Bye, Mr. Uncle. See you, Mr. Pete. Pete. Mr. Uncle Pete. Mr. Daddy Uncle Pete. Pete. Professor Dad. Uncle Pete to you. Yeah. Professor Uncle Pete. Oh Jesus, that's not a. I can't believe that's still going on. What? Like that he doesn't have his wife back? No, that, that we still have to go to marketing class. We haven't learned anything about marketing. Yeah, we don't have to go, right? I don't know. It seems like we do. Oh. If Yale found out we didn't have a real marketing teacher, we'd be... Yeah, we'd be done for. Some, 
yeah. oh, we're doing this for Podford's image against Yale. That's why we're attending that bullshit. They would drag our so. friggin' asses. Why do we do anything? Yeah, true. <laughs> Just to make Yale look bad. And it's working. <laughs> Check it out, nerds. Let's get back to the Podford cast. Come on. Okay, let's go. Hi, Stu. Hi, Luke. Do you fancy doing a podcast covering every segment of every episode of the beloved 90s cartoon Animaniacs? No, I hate Animaniacs. Join me, Luke, the Warner lover, and him, Stu, the Warner resistor, for Animaniacs, covering every segment of every episode of the hit 90s cartoon Animaniacs, as well as its many spin-offs, including comics, video games, and the movie, not to mention the recent reboot. It's gonna be explainy to the max. Oh. And welcome back. We're... Joined by a very special guest. Um, he's on the line using our Podford dead phone, I believe it's Oh, wait. Friggin' stupid. Yeah. You gotta say which segment we're in first. I am, I am. I was getting there. Okay, but you said we had a guest first. Oh, what? We're joined by a... It's a weird way to order it. We are joined by... Welcome a, to Podford Art Club, the best art club in the world. Oh, the club that's fit to chub. Yeah, we do need a catchphrase for it, because the content yeah. hits hard. The content hits hard, but also, we're not really sure what it is. Vin, mind explaining? What do we do on this well, segment? Podford Art Club um, is the only art club in the world with the ability to call 15th, 16th, and 17th century Dutch painters. So that we can hear it from the horse's mouth. Yep. Yeah. Who are we talking to today, Vin? Joe, I'm glad you asked that. We have a good one today. One of my personal favorites, Peter Class. Patch him through. Oh, we doesn't don't, really we don't have sound. A anymore. Oh yeah, bring him no, through. No, no, no. Yeah, we just. Have I'll, to pa- I'll patch him. Brandon, Hold patch on. him through, okay, please. Brandon, patch him through. Brandon, is it true that you need to hold the cable into the patch, and you have to step yeah. away from the mic? Is that how this? Which works? is kind of a bummer because I never really get to interview the. Anyway, but go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Hello. Mr. Class, thank you for joining us on Platford Art Club. How are you doing? Who is Mr. What? Mr. Class. Are we, are we pronouncing Class. your name correctly? No. No. Where am I? It's Mr. Clash. It can't be. Okay. It's Piter. Piter Clash. Piter Clash. Well, that looks more like the spelling, so thank yeah. you for correcting us on that. Um, well, we probably... What am I? What am I doing? You're on a we don't podcast. Know, we don't know where you are. Yeah, we don't know where you are. We got it. It's probably heaven. We're just calling you. We're just congratulations calling you. on that. By the way, I can hear voices in my head. Yeah, you're known for still life paintings, and bringing beauty to everyday objects. Are you not? Oh, I wouldn't say beauty. What would you say? Don't be modest. What would you say? Now's not the time for modesty. Oh, I'm just being a little modest. You're a beautiful painter. Beautiful painter. Well, I'm sure you're a beautiful man. No, no, we're not actually. We're on the podcast, yeah. Oh, a podcast? Yeah, we have podcast yeah. faces, so. Huh? Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a audio, it's like, it's, it's like uh, closing your eyes at the theater kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, wow, good one, Joe. That was off the dome. Thank you. Uh, let's get down to brass tacks, Piter. Brass? Yes, okay. The, all, a lot of your paintings feature an empty wine glass. Did you drink it? Oh, did I drink the wine? Did you drink the wine and then put it on the table? Yeah, the subject of your paintings is always an empty wine glass. Did you drink the wine and then paint the glass is what we're asking. Of course. What else would I do? What would you do with a glass full of wine except for drinking it and then paint it? Some of us just drink it and then... Then what do you do with the empty glass? We don't don't paint it. We just don't paint it after. Well, Joe, but he's a painter. I would say for for his point of view. Oh, right. I'm, just, a, I'm a gamer. So I would yeah, game you're it. not a painter. I, 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 I would play it, I guess. But you could just not fill the glass, though, before it's on the table. Just paint the glass, right? Yeah. I am saying that if you are drinking wine and you are indulging and you have one glass and two glasses and three glasses and you're saying, oh, I'm, I'm full of wine, I can't drink anymore, you must paint the empty glass. I would never put a lie on the canvas. Oh, I like that. Wow. Thank you. So. Clay, it's Piter Clay. One last question for you. What year, what, what year is it where you are? Go ahead, Ben. What year is it? 2021, I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, we're pretty, we're doing much worse, I think. Flying cars and everything, yeah. We do have the dead phone, though. That's nice. Yeah. Have you gotten rid of rats? 
No. 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 I wouldn't say that they're like a bit. It's not. They're not a big problem, though. Oh, they're a big problem. They they eat pizza now. What is that? <laughs> okay, uh, right. I have to go. No, no. One one last question, Mister. Oh, okay. One one last question. I'm an old man. I'm thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use a camera obscura like Vermeer? Huh? No, he's a cheater. Well, you didn't use one. Wow. And you view that as cheating, huh? Yes, it's disgusting. Oh, there you go, everyone. Wow. Thanks for joining us today, Mr. Clage. Clage. Clay. Thank, thank you, Peter Clage. Clage. Good, good luck in heaven. Yes. What? I guess you don't hang need up. it, right? Hang up, hang up. Ah, okay, okay. Gotta, my arm hurts. Okay, Brandon, Thanks. welcome back. Cool. Oh, crap. We're running late. We, we actually can't hang out and talk about what just happened. We got to go to class. Yeah, all right, all right. <clears throat> it's bear law. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Thank you for hosting Quiet, Barry Law. Quiet. Sorry. See, I know I've got Take your seat. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> now, I'm sorry for running a little late to Bear Law. You know how traffic is this time of year. Oh, it's terrible. Dang, dang, dang. We weren't lamenting your lateness. We were talking about Vin. Bumper to bumper for miles, far as the eye can see. Bunker to bunker. I miss spending time with the bears. Of course, you know, they have bear cars, which... And bear roads, which don't have as much traffic. What are they talking about? (laughs) Guys, write down bear roads. I'd like to look that up later. Okay, okay. Shut up, you little... (laughs) Well, shall we get into it then? My heart hurts. Today we are going to go over one of my favorite cases. Pernell, would you mind taking the lead on this one? Steve the Bear. Oh, Steve. Ate some food that was left out for a counterfeit Wyoming. In 1972, when the bears got in, made the film to be all cancelled like. Then, thereby saving hundreds of fairgoers from food poisoning. Oh my, oh my. Wow. Now, Purnell, how did the bear Steve meet his end? Well, they say it was food poisoning, but they found him. Without his head. (laughs) What now? Yeah. I do dare remember that his corpse was set on fire. Yeah, I don't particularly remember the head thing. It's mostly the food-related illness. No, they definitely cut off his head. Someone did. Now, Pernell... They, ba- they, ba- they buried the head and set the body on fire. I suppose it's not out of the question, considering the two sides this debate takes. 
Now you see, half of the would-be fair-goers hails Steve the Bear as a martyr, a sacrificial lamb of sorts who put his own life on the line so that others may not get food poisoning and leave. On the other hand, there was, of course, the other half of the fair-goers. Do tell... Well, now the other half of the fairgoers argued that Steve the Bear couldn't possibly know about the food poisoning. <laughs> Therefore, he is no martyr. And that's probably the half who disposed of the body. They probably cut off his f***ing head. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a legal case, guys. Excuse who me? Who said that? <laughs> Excuse me, I have a question. Shut up. No questions. Listen. We what do we always say? There's no talking in bear law. That's right. This is the first course of the fall, so you may have forgotten. The first rule of bear claw is shut up, idiot. Did you say Did you just say bear claw? (laughs) He said bear. Boys, I have been drinking mitten juleps since (laughs) seven AM. My heart is heavy. I may have had a few myself. Sometimes I forget when we have class. Let's go pee together. <laughs> Guys, okay. The, like, the professors are gone. I guess we should talk. What was? What did they want to say? Like, wh- who was right to call the bear a martyr or the ones who set the bear on I, fire? I don't think yeah. the bear knew. <laughs> Know about the food poisoning? Guys, oh, I'm the sorry. bear definitely didn't know about the food poisoning. Okay. Guys, those three professors just walked out to pee together because <laughs> they were too drunk to teach our class. That's worse than Uncle Pete. This is really <laughs> bad. Is it me or is this school year like terrible? This, oh, this is a law class. Sure, it's a bear law class, but it's, it's still, still a law, law class. class. It's still better than Yale's law class. At least it used to be. Yeah, they just told us like a 50-year-old story about like, like a fair that got canceled. They spoke for less than five minutes, loudly admitted to being morning drunk, and then <laughs> decided to leave class to pee together. Uh, all right. I guess that gives us time to sleep on this question. Let's get back to the podcast. Right. The question. Okay. We got to get back to the podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll race you. I kind of just don't feel like racing anymore. Yeah, I'm Just walking. come on, let's go. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Daikaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Welcome to the student email bag, where students have poffered right into the show, hoping to get their salty questions answered. I don't know where I was going with that. Brandon, let's kick kick it off with you. Drerick Munt. (laughs) Cut. Let's try to get a clean one. Drerick Munt in the dorms asks, why is this Fios guy knocking on my door, asking to check my router? I didn't contract Verizon for internet services. The university did a campus-wide contract or something. I'm confused. What's this guy is what's what is this guy asking for, and why won't he leave? Oh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, Drerick, I don't know how to answer your question. Lock your door. Yeah, lock your door. Probably a murderer. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Podford does use murderers. Uh, it's called Verizon. It's not Verizon. Oh, how do you spell it? We, it's uh, V E R, the number one, Z I Z O N. Like an aim handle? Okay. Yeah, no, I think we got scammed on it, but they're pretty reliable. So they will uh, send you an email to your official Podford account before they need to do any hardware checking. Okay, so Drerick, check your spam folder. Maybe you, maybe this is legit. After all, according to what Vince yeah, it it does go to spam because of the name. Yeah, <laughs> lesson learned. But right, right. My friend 
in grammar school, his mom's aim name was White Zin 1961. <laughs> oh, man. If that handle's got to be worth like a million dollars right now. It's like, so I think it was like there was a year she was born, but it was definitely like White Zin and then the year she was born. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. His parents got divorced a couple years after that. Oh. Yeah, happens to most marriages. Cab Sav 1984. Listen, his dad was a cop who had a predilection to buying jet skis, and his mom had a screen name that was White Zin. I mean, if anything, they sound like they were meant for each other. Actually, it sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a good match. Yeah. Stork Madness in the cafeteria asks, If I find someone's student ID card left on a table in the cafeteria, is it so wrong to use it a few times before dropping it off at the lost and found? I know morally it's wrong, but I'm asking if it's quote-unquote really so wrong. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's wrong. We're all students here. Brandon, what do you think? Uh, I think I'm okay with it. I actually endorse it. Huh. Yeah. Guys are kind of forcing my hand. I feel like I, I got to be the... Be the, the adult yeah, in the be room. be the adult in the room here. Be uh, the John Kasich. Let's be clear about something. <laughs> Remember that guy? Nope. I do. Student ID cards are, are, are populated with points to redeem products on campus. And they're, they're typically done so by our parents and our caretakers. And if you're using someone else's ID card for food and whatnot, you're stealing someone else's money. Nerd! Yeah, I don't care about the food thing. If you're going to Potford Arcade to like use the tickets that are stored on the student ID card Dope. to get like those frogs that jump or the, the big sticky hands that you could hit the wall with, then I'd have a problem. That would be morally wrong. Why? I don't know if that's what Stork is doing. Why? Because you got to earn that by playing skee-ball, not by stealing an ID card. Okay. What if you're using the points to buy a lot of um, Potford University sweatshirts and gum at the Potford University store I thought- to give to... Okay, give, yeah, I thought there was more. Okay. To give to orphans. <laughs> Little Robin Hood situation. I like where you're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, next one, please. Cryjus McCam in the quad asks, guitars are cool and all, and the ladies definitely love the guitar guy in the quad. But can you suggest any other instruments to a guy like me who doesn't know how to play the guitar, but does have access to the concert orchestra's instrument closet? Mm -hmm. Thanks. Love the show. Well, thank you, Cryjus. Always nice to meet a fan. Triangle. Next. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, Cryjus, if you could do, if you could access any instrument, I'm going to have to suggest a percussion instrument. Brandon's is not bad, but maybe like one of those big marching bass drums, because you will turn heads with that thing. <laughs> I'm picturing the guy <laughs> in the quad strumming Wonderwall on acoustic guitar. <laughs> And then a second guy walking behind him with a giant marching band bass drum <laughs> playing Wonderwall on the bass drum. Wonderwall on the bass drum is so good. How would you... <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it's Wonderwall. Guys, <laughs> come on, do, let's do, form do, a do, circle do. around them. You guys know it's Wonderwall, right? Like, I don't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe <laughs> just <making it. laughs> is he singing over the bass drum yeah, too? Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> screaming because it's so loud. So he's like, and maybe do 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 do. Is he is he sitting under a tree in the quad too? No, he's marching. Well, he's he's marching, marching in place. Yeah, he's he's, mar the, he's okay. marching around the quad. The acoustic guitar guy <laughs> took the tree spot. Uh. Cryjus, let me give another piece of advice. Wonderball, a little bit overplayed. Maybe do like that Jacob Dylan song, One Headlight. Oh, okay. That's Is that similar. Jacob, Jacob Dylan or, or whatever think, his band was at the time? Wallflowers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wallflowers. Yeah, try that one. It's got a good uh, marching band drum solo in it, too, I think, from what I remember. No, it doesn't, but you could, you could kind of oh. fabricate one, probably. Yeah, well, Cry just could do that, yeah. Sure. Brandon, how about this last question? Take it. Sure. Steambutt Tumblr in the student center asks... That doesn't seem like a real name. I think somebody's pulling our chain on this I think someone one. might be pranking us on this one, but... Mm, okay. We're getting right. God on this one. Take it away, Brandon. Steambutt Tumblr asks, 
the pizza in the cafeteria isn't great. Wrong. Wrong. Hmm. I'm wondering if you think Dean Gerald would be willing to make a contract with Pizza Hut or something so that we have high quality product on Pizza Fridays instead of whatever Bo's making. Wow. Shots fired. Wow. A little bit of paid advertisement here. Huh. Free. Uh, First of all, they say nobody out pizzas the hut. Right. Well, I think Bo does. You think Bo does? Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Bo out pizzas the hut. He makes a good pie, but it tastes homemade. He's the only one (laughs) that out pizzas the hut. Is it part of your character to be a big Bo fan? I don't remember. I love Bo. (laughs) I I think he's very good. Uh, Nobody out pizzas the hut. That's why it's the slogan. It's got to be true. Right. Fun fact, Pizza Hut didn't even come up with that slogan. The rest of the world did. Yeah, the FDA did. (laughs) Wow. Bo could be second, though. Nobody out pizzas Bo after they out pizza the hut. <laughs> Aside from Pizza Hut, nobody out pizzas Bo. Podford Cafeteria, suck at Yale. Quite a mouthful. Yeah. I wonder what kind of con- pizza contract Yale has. What do you think? Hmm. Dominoes. And we're back. We're gonna take uh, take you out. Want to thank uh, you all for listening. Wait, weird how we guys, cut away just to come back to leave. Yeah, a little weird how we do guys, that, but hey, that's yeah. what the format is. Yes, Brandon. Guys, honk. No, Brandon. No, we it's gotta time go. for Goose News. Not, oh, not today, Brandon. It's all the news that's fit to goose. That's now, a good tagline, but the good, segment doesn't work. It's really, really weak segment. Okay. Okay, thanks, guys. So, what I have got here in Goose News is a little fun thing I know about a goose, and I've got it right here. You cut me off and you weren't even ready. I'm ready. They eat primarily <laughs> fish, and they require up to four... Oh. What, what, the, the, the what happened? What, what happened? Sorry. I... No, and that's pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Okay, for- just give me... Oh. <laughs> no, we gotta go, yeah. Next week. This has been the Podford Cast. I have been your host, Joe, a sophomore. Brandon, a freshman. Ben, sophomore. And uh, we'd like to invite you to please subscribe to the Podford Cast, which you have uh, certainly been enjoying if you've made it this far. I mean, there's absolutely no way you'd be hearing me talk right now if you didn't no, have I may a- have fallen asleep in the beginning and then just woken up now. Just That's woken true. up now. What a very That's specific true. circumstance you've uh, concocted. I don't know if that's plausible, but if Vin's right, then yeah, ignore what I'm about to say. But if I'm right, head over to your podcast app of choice. Line up for a kiss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Click that subscribe button and leave a review. If you've got the time, we'd really appreciate it. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and all those other normal places, even Facebook for some reason. I don't know why, but we're there. We have one? We should get rid of that. And we need to update our Instagram. Yes, please. Anyway, everyone, have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. You've been listening to Podford University. For more information on today's show and the school at large, visit www.podford.com or write in at registrar at podford.com.